You're listening to the T20 podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Lloyd. Khayal jo ghar ko ghar banaye and Domino's. Rajasthan's first home game in Jaipur of the season and Lucknow have beaten the table toppers to also join them at 8 points in the league standings a 10 run loss in Wednesday's match Ayaz after some solid batting performances you know in this season quite a below par uh, performance from Rajasthan today I must say it was a surprising performance it was actually a setback for Rajasthan because on their home pitch they would have been expected to win especially in the form that they had shown winning match after match after match with so much depth in batting and bowling and you know the balance of the team and lucknow also a very strong team if you just look at the, the talent that they've got on paper but they looked like they were you know stuttering a little bit but here in this match they came good and they came good tellingly they hadn't made a big score but they defended it with a lot of imagination and determination and i think that's becoming more and more important uh, i thought that the pitch that you know was prepared for this match was not to the liking of i would imagine fans who didn't see too many big hits but you still had to overcome the you know the the the, the it didn't help the batsman and therefore you had to either make a big score and they they managed to make 154 or one you know just get past 150 which gave them a fighting total and then they bowled extremely well so i think in all aspects of the game they outsmarted rajasthan I will ask you about the pitch in a little bit as well. Let me just get you all the scores. Uh, returning to Jaipur for the first time in three years, Sanju Samson won the toss and put Lucknow into bat. The start was slow, but opener K- openers KL Rahul and Kyle Meares made seventy nine by the end of ten overs before KL Rahul got out on thirty nine. Meares went on to score a half century and twenty plus scores later in the game from Stoinis and Puran got the team to one fifty four for seven. Ashwin picked two for twenty three and bowled Sandeep and Holder got. a wicket each Rajasthan's openers batted for the first 11 overs together posting 81 before Jaiswal got out to Stoinis on 44 next over Sanju Samson was run out on 2 and then Butler followed Rajasthan were then down to 99 for 3 after 14 overs with 30, 56 needed from 36 it was then Devdutt Padikal and Riyan Parag Padikal though got out in the final over on 26 and the team needed 14 of 3 Avesh sent back through Jurel as well with a brilliant catch from uh, Deepak Hooda in fact as he conceded just eight runs and picked two wickets in the final over a defeat for Rajasthan tonight uh, I'm just going to start by asking you my regular question I ask your player of the match my player I mean it's it's, it's tough but I would think that you know Kyle Meares is a, is a candidate with 51 runs on a difficult pitch where not many people got too many runs and he got them that one innings but I think I would still pick pick a bowler and there are too many to pick from actually I thought that Avesh Khan towards the end bowled extremely well. The the guy who really impressed me was Navidul Haq from Afghanistan. He's not a big name, he's not known too much in the cricketing circles in India, but he's played for Afghanistan for a fair number of uh, you know matches and he showed you know a lot of skill but more than that a lot of control and accuracy. And if you look at his figures, I think he was perhaps the outstanding bowler of the match. Would should he get the man of the match despite not picking up wickets? Hey, why not? I mean, sometimes you have to just award or reward a performance which is makes the the big difference the vital difference and i would actually i mean you know go with go with him yep just 19 runs conceded uh i as you just spoke about the pitch earlier as well first time first match of the season at the savai mansingh stadium in jaipur lots of talk about the pitch actually during the game as well just your thoughts on it 
Yeah, but look, I thought that you know, if the if the idea was to get a pitch which would help their spinners, you must concede that it also helps other teams with which have also which are also loaded with spinners. Maybe not as skillful as Ashwin, Adam, Adam Zampa, and Yuzvendra Chahal, but Ravi Bishnoi is also a very fine bowler. Uh, and look at it, the surprise uh, that you know Lucknow didn't didn't happen to use or didn't want to use Krunal Pandya at all. and despite that they ended up winning so i think this pitch was not something which just helped the spinners it just didn't have enough enough pace in it it just ball seemed to come so slowly of the pitch that it made batting very unattractive and also put a premium on slow play very few batsmen could play freely you look at the look at joss butler 41 or 40 deliveries it's rare that you find joss butler playing like that and then you know that tells you something about how this pitch was even kl rahul and kyle myers uh, you know they, they struggled a lot when batting in, in a, for lucknow overall the pattern of the innings both both innings seemed to follow you know it was very similar runs at the top then in the middle overs the the run flow is just kind of uh, is choked out then they start losing wickets and everything boils down towards the end a couple of good overs for Lucknow saw them home. I thought that Rajasthan missed a player like a Nicholas Puran who got 29 and took them past that 150 score. Otherwise, if they finish with well, you know, 140, 142, 143, who knows uh, what the result may have been, or maybe we know. But Rajasthan didn't seem to have a player like that towards the end. I just have to really ask you about Riyan Parag. It's a question we've asked for many seasons, but he just seemed happy hitting singles. I think he entered the chase when Rajasthan needed about fifty odd from the last thirty odd deliveries, and you know he would just ha- I mean he was defending the ball, taking a single, letting Devdutt hit the big shots. In the end, he hit fifteen of twelve in a close chase. um and we've seen this happen before as well right um so i mean you know the question in my mind actually really is that in five seasons that you know he's played for rajasthan and you know been part of their lineup have the franchise and there've been multiple auctions in the middle have the franchise really not been able to find a player to replace him like an indian batter to replace him you know i think riyan parag needs to ask himself this question very seriously this was an opportunity for him to become a hero this kind of a match was made for him you come in towards the end you don't have to play a very long inning but you have to play an impactful innings if you had made 25 28 and won the match you know you would have been the toast of the town and obviously of his dugout and his team and this is the thing with riyan i mean you know for the last 5 years 6 years in domestic cricket he's made a lot of runs in some domestic matches or some domestic tournaments but when it comes to the uh the india t20 league he's shown rich promise with the bat he's a brilliant fielder but you know it's not enough to hit a couple of sixes every match and not win the match so i think he needs to get into the habit of making if not 50s and 70s and 80s regularly at least making 40s and 45 and 50 which lead to a consequence you know they are of some consequence they help the team win which is not it's which is something he's not been doing just ashwin as well you know we've seen rajasthan send him to open send him out at number 3 and today in such a close chase they they sent riyan ahead of him then they sent dhruv jurel as well so that seemed like a bit of a i mean <coughs> a, a strange call well you know i mean jurel by the time he came uh, i think it was too late even for ashwin you one can argue that he could have been sent ahead of riyan parag but that's where you know sometimes you go for the young and young and the more promising player in in terms of hitting those big strokes rather than ashwin 
while Ashwin has shown every now and then that he's capable of hitting the big stroke. I think Ashwin's experience would have been of value at this stage. And I think maybe, I mean, I, let me not say maybe, I think Rajasthan actually missed a trick by not sending him earlier. Okay, just the one last question before I let you go. Tomorrow is a double header. So we have Punjab playing Bangalore. Punjab coming on the back of a victory. Bangalore, of course, lost their last game to Chennai. Where do you see this one heading? I think there's a lot of pressure on, on Bangalore now. They've lost two matches which they should have won. You know, I mean, they lost earlier to Lucknow. Then they've lost in, in, the, in the previous game that they lost uh, to Chennai, which the chase was on, but they couldn't overhaul 226. Tough call, but they were in the hunt for it. So now when it seemed that they were in the top half, comfortable in the points table, now they are, you know, uh, one more defeat could push them right, at, right to the bottom. So this is something that they need to be careful about because you're approaching the halfway stage of the tournament and you want to be afloat, if not in the top four, not lower than five or six. So that's the challenge ahead for, uh, for Bangalore. Of course, Punjab playing at home, they need to make optimum use of that. Now, it all, a lot depends on how Shikhar Zawan uh, plays, if he plays, if, if he's recovered completely. And if he has, that, then it just adds a lot more heft to Punjab, who also got Rabada now and firing on all cylinders. So I think it's going to be a, a very interesting match. Bangalore very top-heavy in their batting, but maybe missing a quality spinner. Let's see how that one goes. We will be back with the result of that game with Ayaz tomorrow. Thank you. Bye-bye. That was today's episode of the T20 podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Lloyd, Khayal Jo Ghar Ko Ghar Banai and Dominoes. This is a Quint original podcast, executive produced by Shelly Walia and Ritu Kapoor. This episode was hosted by Menra Dorji Sahani, produced and edited by Prateek Lidhu and Anjali Palord and a special thanks to our guest Ayaz Memon. Stay tuned for our future episodes on your preferred podcast app. You were listening to the Quinn's podcast.